0: Hi, and welcome to Better After Divorce podcast. My name is Bilina Navishnagara, a licensed clinical social worker and life coach. My name might be complicated, but my coaching philosophy is simple. I help divorced women bounce back stronger and more powerful so that they can have the love and life beyond what they thought was possible. I have done it, and I'm here to share a no BS version of everything I know, have learned, and teach my own clients so that you can do it too. Okay, let's get started. Hello, my friends. Happy Wednesday. Um, before I get onto to the, the topic, um, I wanted to invite you to join me um, this Sunday, January the 24th at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, I'll be doing a free webinar, um, How to Break the Pattern of Relationship Sabotage. Um, I want to talk about um, all things sabotage that keep us in the loop of um, losing good relationships, creating tension in good relationships, pushing good people away, uh, not wanting to be loved, rejecting love, um, all that kind of stuff. So if you have been um, unsure as to why your relationship either um, break off or why there's so much tension or why do you keep causing problems and trying to push him away, you know, um, this is for you. So um, join me this Sunday, like I said, 5pm Eastern Standard Time. Um, at the end of, uh, in the description of this episode, you will find a link to register uh, for the webinar. So, um, so there's that. Um, the reason I decided to do the webinar, I've been kind of pondering. Uh, I've been wanting to do webinars for a while, but I've been kind of pondering about the topics. And yesterday I just happened to be scrolling uh, on Facebook while I was holding my little one. (laughs) Not much I can do, but you know, I can scroll. Um, And I came across a post um, of somebody who's on my friends list. Um, This is a a pretty lady, accomplished lady, very smart lady. Um, I've known her for a while. Um, so I know she's um she's pretty cool. She's a great woman. Um, she posted um a picture of um she and her new partner, and then she posted um comment, not a comment but she posted um a a uh, caption that said he puts up with me, and you know they got a lot of likes and people were like lol and you know. That's cute, and you guys are so cute. But, you know, that kind of stuck with me. And it pretty much took me back several years ago when I first started uh, dating my now husband. Um, But at the time, you know, boyfriend or partner, however you want to call him. Um, And and at the time, I was very much convinced that there was something really wrong with him. (laughs) Something was off. He wanted something. I was very suspicious. Like, it was all... I had all these thoughts about why this man would want to be with me. I just could not figure it out because, you know, here I was, I was a divorced mom. I had one child. Um, I, uh, you know, I was older than him and, you know, had a lot of responsibilities, had a lot of worries, had a lot going on, had an ex-husband. And then there's this guy who, uh, or, you know, who is younger than me, who is, you know, different profession and you know, who is single, who doesn't have any kids, any responsibilities of that kind, you know, like, why would he want to be with me, you know, past the physical stuff, right? Like, in terms of wanting to have a relationship with me, like, why would this man even bother? Like, he's a catch, right? And I remember, um, I texted a friend of mine about it. Um, This was in the beginning, and I said, you know, I have no idea why he would be with me. And she responded, and she said, why wouldn't he? Like, why are you even questioning this, right? Like, you're a catch, you have a lot to offer, you know, and it kind of blew my mind, and you know that was the first glimpse that I got of of how my brain was wired and the beliefs that I held around what I deserve, what I'm worth, uh, who do I deserve, that kind of thing right um soon into the relationship. Uh, in the beginning, it was fine, you know, because we were kind of getting to know each other. But soon, um, like several months into it, you know, as I got more comfortable and more, you know, uh, kind of around him, stuff started coming up. And by stuff, I mean, you know, old patterns that I was um, used to, right? My my habits of relating um, in the relationship and how I communicated and how I talked and how I treated him. And, you know, so, you know, I was very much insistent on being super independent i didn't let him um help me because i felt like i would owe him something and then i would have to do something for him um you know i was prone to anger i was very anger angry and resent resentful um i brought that into the relationship so anger was a very easy way for me to um show my feelings right like anger is easy it was easy for me um i sabotaged the the hell out of the relationship i pushed him um, to the point of, you know, uh, having really bad arguments. And, you know, I just wanted to, the whole time there was an underlying belief of I don't deserve this, you know, I'm not worthy of of a good relationship. And it was, you know, a lot of it was based on the experience of never having had a healthy, safe relationship with a healthy, safe, available, affectionate, genuinely good guy, Right. So I had no experience and I had no concept as to what that looks like and how to act in it. So all I was doing was reenacting old patterns. And and a lot of us do that. This is not, this is, that's where we, what where we see and, you know, he puts up with me. If if your underlying belief is that you're not worthy of a good relationship, it'll show up in statements like, you know, he he puts up with me. I don't know what I did to deserve him he's too good to me. I don't know why he's with me, right? All the questioning, all the, oh my God, like why would such a, such a, you know, magnificent man be with, with a woman like me, right? Like I'm not good enough for him. And, you know, you see that in, you know, pushing them away. You see that in acting out, you see that in, you know, being, um, you know, wanting to either commit very soon or not commit at all, you know, comparing him to your ex, like engaging in all these patterns they will push him away and they will sabotage the relationship and they will kind of repel the relationship you know and and a lot of us um have picked this up in early childhood a lot of this comes from the way we we related to our parents or our caregivers and how they um acted with us and and how they responded to our need for affection and attention right um a lot of parents are not emotionally available to respond to to infants' needs right so the infant or the child learns to self soothe right a lot of this attachment this is a lot of it is based on attachment theory a lot of this attachment um and the way we relate and the the way we attach to others in relationships comes from teen teenage years right it, it it can come from adulthood it can come from your previous relationship right like if like i said if you have not had if you 've only been in dysfunctional unhealthy toxic relationships that's how you learned to attach to other people right they call that trauma bonding you know so you you attach you bond with another person over an experience of trauma right like this so the relationship is in turmoil or it's you're acting out and there's a lot of drama there's a lot of pain there's a lot of right messy messy type of relationship so as i was saying i I saw that comment and it just, it's just, it just, like I said, it just took me back so many years. And, and, you know, had I not um, done the work, um, you know, and had I not recognized what I was doing, I don't think I would, would be married with, with him now. Um, there was a time when there was some kind of argument that we were in, and I don't even remember over what, where I really kind of overreacted and, and, you know, was ugly and all that. And the next day he, he um messaged me and said, you know, this is not how you know I want to communicate with you. This is not how I want the relationship to be. I'm not your ex, right? Um and if if this is how you want it to be, I don't want you know to be in it. I don't want part of it or however he said it. And it really, I mean, it it really hurt me because <laughs> I was like, damn, I'm I'll lose this man, right? Because I was at that point very invested in him. So that was kind of the trigger for me to To take a look, and when I said the word trigger, it just reminded me. I always say I've I've realized that um, you know, the biggest triggers for my behaviors were not the toxic relationships, it's the good relationships, because the good relationship goes against everything that you believe, you deserve, you're worthy of, that you know about love, right? So if you all you've known was dysfunction, and then you come across. A good relationship or a good man it just bounces off of it right like it just brings up all the crap which is not a bad thing to happen it's messy and it's painful and it's a lot of work but it also brings up to the surface everything that needs to be worked on everything that you have pretended you don't see everything you have gotten away with which was my case um i was really good at you know playing cool and playing unattached and all that right so um you know when all that came up, I either could stay um and work on it and do better and make some changes, or I could have just decided not to be with him anymore and just you know when we we could have gone separate ways so if you find yourself thinking you know he's too good or he treats me so well, I don't know why he's with me, I want you also to to kind- you know jokingly say you're not dating jesus right um in in a sense that everything that this guy is doing, you know, of course he's special to you, right? That's that's like your person. But, you know, him treating you well, being available, and generally being not an asshole and being a, a good person, um, you know, it's not like a, a phenomenon. If this is not like a rare, you know, sighting. <laughs> this is not Bigfoot, right? Like you're talking about a normal, available, decent human being, right? And when you keep insisting that you're not good enough for him, and why is he with you, and I'm not good enough. And when you keep bringing up that stuff, you're also at the same time questioning, you know, his intentions. Um, and you're questioning, you know, the, the how genuine he is in his love, right? We often don't see ourselves, or we don't see ourselves the same way other people see us, right? So you have this person seeing you as a great, wonderful, amazing uh, fabulous, uh, you know, special, whatever woman, right? Like, you're great to him. Like, you're, you're like the best thing ever for him. So, you know, you have this man seeing you like this, then you come and you kind of, you literally like chew away, right? Like pieces of this, this, this story that he is, he's is in, right? Like his, you know, how he loves you. So, you know, um it's very difficult to let somebody love you when you've all you've known is being loved and and loving assholes and i know that so that's um you know part of the reason that i spend a lot of time um talking with my clients and and helping them work through this and because it's a fundamental thing to do um, and because not only does it affect your relationships, and you will find yourself losing them, or losing the guy, or if 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 nothing else, you will have a very difficult time. You know, a lot of tension, a lot of problems. Uh, so not only that, but but those kinds of beliefs are such core, deep beliefs. They they almost a hundred percent transfer and translate into other areas of your life. If you feel like you're not good enough for for this man, you will feel like you're not good enough for this job. So you will self-sabotage and you will not ask for a raise. You will, you know, not feel good enough in your friendships. You will feel right. Like it'll translate into all kinds of areas of your life. But once you fix one small area, in this case, we're talking about relationships. Once you start making small changes and recognizing, noticing, and then self-correcting, right? That That's the way to do it. There's no formula that'll give you an overnight kind of change, right? Seeing where you're showing up this way. How are you showing up? How would you not show up if you didn't have this belief, right? Just working through all that and deciding to show up differently and be a different kind of person and believe different things will just set you off on a path of changing not only your relationships, like I said, but your whole um, life. So I want to, um, again, invite you. um, Come join me for the webinar. this is something that I have done uh, with, uh, you know, now my husband and that I have done as part of my my big change in how I relate um, to, you know, in romantic relationships and just in general, but in this case, um, in my um, personal relationship. So um, come join me. Um, I will talk about the different kinds of sabotage, where they come from, and also share with you um, a few ways you can start making uh, the change for the better and opening yourself up to being loved and accepting um good relationship. Um, it's this Sunday, uh, five p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and uh, like I said, I will post a link in the description of this podcast, a link to the registration. Uh, register, and uh, I will see you Sunday at five p.m. I will talk to you later, and um. If you don't come, have, have a good week and I'll talk to you next week.